0: Welcome to Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Lucy Cecil. And
1: I'm Olivia Taylor.
0: <gasps> Olivia, coming at us with a, a new setup. Please let everybody know what,
1: how you're uh, how you're speaking to us today. Uh, yes, letting the children know that I am coming to you from my official capacity as Britney Bitch. And that is actually my living for this week, that I am manifesting... Um, um, Brittany's energy within my uh, work headset I used to be so let me just adjust it hang on I've moved it up so I could drink my tea um I am um, oh yeah that's better I used to be one of those people who um would take the piss out of people who have these headsets um at work because like some people had them and some people just like use some stringy headphones or airpods or whatever and I was just like this is just too official for what we are like it just seemed like people were taking it too seriously so um I had a friend at work who used to always have one I'd be like and now I am eating my words because I love this headset this headset is life like it's so comfortable it's so good for just like constant zooming constant craving and um I agree with it to be honest. And I think, you know, Brittany, as we know, has always been a trendsetter and uh, 20 plus years on, um, we're all still donning the headsets. And um, yeah, I'm absolutely living for it. And this is me. So hopefully um, you won't notice that the sound is atrocious from my end because I'm doing this because I am um, not in my usual location. So I don't have my mic, but I thought maybe this would serve as a pseudo one because it has like a small mic in the receiver bit so we we can hope we can hope
0: we can we can yeah I think it'll be absolutely fine I mean I feel like in solidarity I should have like worn mine as well because I wear one for my job that I'm doing at the moment but I actually like hate mine because I have to wear it all day like all shift and like you can't take it off because if somebody if someone calls then like you're done for so um but like at the beginning I was like oh yeah very Britney love it so much Mm but um uh you know I mean it looks very very good on you i just don't think mine looks as good
1: and other than um living for my headset lucy what else are you living for this week
0: well, actually, I'm I'm living for, on a similar sort of wavelength to Brittany. it's to do with female musicians um, really coming into their power, and um, I am living for, watched it this morning, um, and just loved it loads, the new confetti video from Little Mix, which stars, obviously Little Mix as themselves, Little Mix in uh, in drag as men as well, and then also Tace, Bimini, the and yeah. yeah, and I just like, felt I was like oh doing work this morning I was like oh really like bored and I just like was like oh I'll just I'll just watch this um I put it on and what a stunning video and what a banging track and what a great like just so nice to see them all together it was uh, a real treat so I'm living for that do you think it's
1: a read that they didn't include Lawrence Chaney or has Lawrence Chaney like gone off to LA to record their BBC iPlayer series
0: well I did think that I, I thought that exact thing and I was like I, th- I was like i think it's probably more likely to be that like Lawrence cheney's too busy or isn't like allowed to do it because they're tied into like being the the like winner of drag race or something do you know what i mean yeah, Maybe. it's
1: worse to win it it's worse is. to win because like imagine how many coins taste has from coke
0: exactly like it's absolutely stacking them up coke style so
1: so many um oh yeah it's it's great it's great to see the gang back together isn't it
0: all the boys in the band yeah absolutely yeah it was just uh nice to to see them all like having a fun time and being able to like do fun bits together to a cracking track from little mix which we always love love to see little mix thriving as well which is nice um yes that's what i am living for what are you uh what are you longing for
1: well lucy as we hopefully approach some semblance of normality i mean we're kind of like semi appreciating some normal things at the moment kind of a bit but um we're technically going to be allowed to do a few more things in the future and one of those things is our friendship holiday so we have got a friendship holiday booked in a hilarious location (laughs) and um it has a hot tub four pigs and it's soon going to have seven pigs because the two of us and our friend are going to be there as well and to say that I cannot wait is an understatement I just live and long for that long weekend and it's just going to be it's just going to be the best because I love our friendship at the best of times but after what has been like 18 months of just doing a lot of longing and no living I am ready to live with the two of you. And not only that, but we have unwittingly booked it on Eurovision we can Can you believe the gay gods have smiled down upon us and thought, you know what? These three, they need a break and I'm going to give it to them in the form of aligning these stars. And I just appreciate it more than words can say
0: yeah I think the moment yesterday when I realized it was Eurovision weekend when we would booked this uh trip was a true highlight of the this year so far like I just I thought it was so like an absolute alignment of all the all the queer things and I, ca- I can't believe that we I, like we said earlier I can't believe that we hadn't actually planned to do something that weekend yet but then lo, lo and behold had actually planned the biggest thing that's going to happen to us <laughs> for a long time so yeah no I that's actually also well it, yeah it was going to maybe be my longing as well so uh yeah no I'm very much longing for that as well um I think also um obsessed with the fact that we booked this place because it was just like a good distance for both all parties um and thought like yeah it's got a hot tub yeah it's kind of rural yeah it looks nice yeah that'll be good and then when uh you guys asked me oh where is it because I'd, I'd made the booking I looked it up and was like oh my god guys it's uh it's at Barnard Castle <laughs>
1: all three of us are going to go for an eye test it's only right and proper
0: (laughs) and I just think like that's the peakest like post-pandemic holiday like place that you can book a holiday so uh very very um very much looking forward to it I think it'll be a really really nice time um and yeah Eurovision as well which will be stunning so Olivia it's been like a little bit of a time since we last recorded we've been you know like like you said we're allowed to do a few little bits and you know we've been some would say, a little bit busy. Um, So, you know, we haven't really found time to do the pod and we just thought we'd take some time to, you know, embrace being able to basically hang out with people outside and have some pints. How stunning. That's right, everybody. We did partake in
1: the sesh the sesh has been seshed we came we saw we seshed and that was well just about so that was that was on Tuesday just gone and we were talking about it with our friends the other day and I think what is so funny now is we just I just don't have like an internal barometer for drinks anymore like I just don't know what anything means I'm just like a like a brand new drinking baby and um yeah we we thought we we were putting them away weren't we let's just put it that way and we thought that we were just completely stone cold sober as judges and we were like you know just sometimes this happens it's just like not like hitting us like we're having a nice time but we're just not really like feeling too much of a buzz the next day we were suffering for our sins and not only that it wasn't like it was it was a thing where you wake up and you feel dreadful and you're like, hang on, I don't deserve it. Like we fully deserved it. But also looking back, I could see the reality for what it was. And we were ridiculous. And yet we had no idea. Absolutely no idea. Like I was getting flashbacks of like our discussions, the way we were talking to each other, the things we were saying, like it was just like ridiculous. And we had absolutely no, um, self-awareness. But I love that for us.
0: Yeah, no, I'm really pleased because like there was that point where I was like, Olivia, we're just not drunk. We're just not drunk. Like, why are we not drunk? It's so annoying. Like I want to feel terrible tomorrow. I want to feel like, buzzed now. Blah 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 blah. And then um yeah, I mean the next day it was very evident. And then especially like we've said that it's the looking back on the the content and the uh the <laughs> the delivery of certain conversations was just so how drunk people speak to each other in in a way that like I'm so like like so pleased about because it just was
1: not had that not had that for so long no exactly like those conversations where you know you're in your anorak outside in the village having drinks you can only have conversations in that context and I'm just very very pleased that um that that is what happened and yes you know did I have um an extremely large kfc delivered to my home the next day on my lunch hour absolutely yes i did it was like 11 pounds 76 of kfc
0: oh stunning yeah. and
1: no regrets no refunds i just needed to like fortify myself with fried chicken and
0: absolutely i
1: think i think it worked and then i was driving back to um i was driving back um home after um work but I had to have a nap for like four hours before I could just do anything because um, <laughs> I was like I you know when like you're you're just over it like I just could not think I could not be in any traffic I could not cope with just anything except for just like this just driving yeah. in a straight line and so I was just like like I was I was fine I was just so just like <sighs> just over anything that would be annoying
0: to me. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, uh Wednesday was uh was real, that's all I'll say. Like and I was really annoyed with myself because I had failed to like get haven't been food shopping for a while, like a big food shop, and we just had like basically nothing in and it was like, oh god, I need like everything though. Why have I not planned for this? Like I just I made so many mistakes. Um yeah. and like I kept like having my breaks on work and then like going into the kitchen and being like still nothing here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you need to buy some like vita cokers for when we go away defo
0: exactly yeah i need my vita coca's. um but i did um uh we we got pizza in the evening which was really great very very, very welcome so that was a nice time
1: oh and, yeah well received
0: yeah. yeah it was great and i can't wait to do some more of that in our future i'm sure we will um you know live to sesh again i know and who knows what will happen on sunday because we're meeting up again Oh my God, we can't be stopped. We cannot be tamed.
1: And another gorgeous thing that punctuated our week this week, Lucy, was our monthly book
0: club. So I can't believe that we've kept this going for three whole months. It's very impressive. It is. I'm very, very pleased and impressed with um, with us all. Um, And yeah, I mean... Not to mention the sesh again, but I almost missed the book club because I the sesh had completely thrown my brain out of my body and I had no idea of any time, space or time anymore and I had no idea it was Thursday night and then I was like, oh god! And everyone was like, oh, when, what time are we doing the book club? And I was like, oh! <laughs> um yeah but we had the book club it was really stunning as ever and we read i know we mentioned this um earlier a couple of weeks ago um we read Transition baby which obviously has had a bunch of chat around it you know people have been chatting about it on the blogs and um we have now read it um and we had a really great discussion about it um and you know overall concluded a very stunning book um and would highly recommend yeah what 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 would you what's give everyone a little. Uh, Taste a little a little bit about De Transition Baby. Okay.
1: Well, um so Detransition Baby is it's it's one of those books that kind of I think for me, if it were to be written as like the one pager to the publisher, you'd be like, Oh my god. And kind of the book, what it sort of sells in the one pager isn't really what the book is but that's to say I'm not mad at that do you know what I mean yeah so so basically the one pager is um about these characters and um I think it's it's it, it purports to be about whether or not this thruple uh queer thruple are going to raise a child together or not so um there, there is Ames and um, Reese, who used to be in a relationship with each other. Um, Ames was formerly Amy um, when they were living as um, a trans woman. And due to various um, traumas and um, a physical attack, they decided to detransition and um now going by the name of Ames and they're in a relationship with their boss, Katrina, and um, they become pregnant, Katrina becomes pregnant. And um, Reese has always wanted to have a child and hasn't been able to, and that was something that they wanted to explore when they were a couple. But since they've obviously broken up, um, that hasn't happened. And they're still kind of in each other's lives, but kind of peripherally. And when Ames finds out that Katrina is pregnant, um, they sort of think well this could be a very untraditional setup but one that could actually work really well for all of us and we could all kind of get something out of it and it could all kind of work and it sort of starts off with these three characters coming together and sort of getting their heads around whether or not this could be a life that they could see for themselves and for this future child and yes the book is about that but it's also more of a kind of general comment on like on queerness and um on um, trans trans lives and how trans people are, are treated and the kind of um sort of what i thought was a really rich um depiction of of characters and i think that like what we were saying is i think that on the surface it can seem like it's a bit um some of the things that the characters say can sort of come across as a little bit like Jarring or um unexpected, but actually I think that that made it more of a refreshing read. It's like um Tori Peters hasn't made characters that she thinks will be palatable or what the kind of woke left who read this book will want to hear, but actually, what you know real people are like, and it's it's varied and it's rich and it's uh, messy and it's like sexy and all of these things, and how all of the characters kind of um kind of work together or or don't really so it's it's to say to not be too sort of um cliched but I can't really think of any other way to describe it it's just like a book about people basically so um yeah I I I really enjoyed it what did you think
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, totally agree with all those things. And like I think, yeah, it's it's overall overall, you know, there's there's the thing about the child and the baby and what's gonna happen uh there. Can they make that that work for all three of them? But it's it's more over like the baby is used as a device to like uh it's it's a book about reckoning with yourself, like so it's um, and how yeah. and how you would how you want to exist how you can exist how the world will let you exist um and all of those things um come into play and it's yeah it's just like um yeah there's 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 some elements of it that you know you could pick you could pick up the book um and be like oh these oh like look these like trans women don't don't like themselves they don't like each other they don't like all these things blah 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 but like that is 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 not to say I think Tori Peters really wanted to make sure that, you know, she was displaying, you know, trans women as, as dynamic as any people, you know, the trans experience is not universal. um, And that is really important to know. Um, And yeah, they are as dysfunctional or functional as anyone else. Um, And yeah, it's a brilliant book. It's really good. It's very funny. Very funny. Very funny. The Reese in particular is just so sardonic and um, cynical and uh, just some proper laugh out loud moments so it's a really really great book loved it loads and would recommend it to anybody um yeah
1: yeah and there also is some um gentle trolling which um takes place throughout the book especially directed towards katrina which is quite funny um (laughs) like that part that you um I don't want to like do spoilers but there's um there's a part that I think it was you who read out where it was talking about when when how Katrina had just learned the word heteronormative and was using it at like every possible um moment and it's just kind of like, like really funny and really kind of specific observational comedy that if you are you know within the queer community and have been for you know more than a couple of years you will relate to and it's not something that is uh visible in in a lot of writing yeah um, absolutely. so that, that was quite refreshing and, and funny
0: yeah I will read that that one line because it is very funny it's a yeah, so that quote where where um Reese is talking about how Katrina's just learned to like use the word heteronormativity and she uses it loads. So this is the line. Katrina had learned the word, but not yet the queer cynicism that made such words impossible to say aloud without first dunking them in a bath of irony. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. It's such a good line. And that's like a really good like uh taster of what what like Reese's particular like inner monologue is like um and how how funny she is and how it is just such a great like character exploration of like three different people um and yeah them trying to you know decide how to live and you know what they want to do um with their lives yeah no it's really really great um highly highly recommend it as a book to read very good so that is what we have been reading what have you been watching olivia well
1: i have just got now tv so i'm speeding my way through now tv series so i just finished the flight attendant which um was exec produced and is uh starring as the main character kaylee cuoco who was in big bang theory and that one about dating my daughter or you know that, show oh, that yeah was on. yeah <laughs> 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 like yeah i can't remember that was on like what was it on Oh, it's on, like...
0: Like, Nickelode-
1: like Nickelodeon or something. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that, like, a bit. Um, anyway, um, so she's the main character in that. And, um, yeah, it's 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 good. It's very, like, stressful. Um, it's quite anxiety-inducing. So it's about this, like, main character called Cassie, who is a flight attendant, and she has a drinking problem and mental health issues around, like, unresolved um, childhood trauma and various things. And um, it's not a spoiler because it happens in the first like five minutes. She meets this guy in first class and they have um, a sexual tryst in the Mal high club. And he invites her for a night out in Bangkok. Um, and she says yes. And they go and they have this amazing time. And then she wakes up in this penthouse suite and, um, you know, is, doesn't really remember what had happened the night before because she also suffers with, like I said, like problems around alcohol, but also blackouts and memory loss. So that was just kind of like normal for her to have not really like remembered that much. And then she turns around and finds the guy that she'd been on this night out with, with his throat slit, covered in blood, dead in the bed
0: oh my god
1: yeah and she has no idea how it's happened so it's a bit like the sinner in the sense of like something really traumatic happens in the first five minutes and the rest of the series is kind of like um unpacking and kind of like retracing steps to work out what's what's happened and I kind of thought um that this would only lend itself to one series but I believe it's been recommissioned for a second um is it the very best thing I've ever seen no is it entertaining and something that like feels quite compelling and it's quite pacey absolutely so i think if you're looking for something like that then watch it but if you're feeling a bit anxious and want something a little bit more relaxing then this is not um the series for you because it has this like really like malevolent stressful music and it's very like yeah very pacey and it also has um do you remember that actress who um did you ever watch green wing it was like my favorite show on bbc too uh, I've, like, I've seen in the early 90s green- i've seen
0: bits of green wing i haven't seen all of it yeah
1: well you know the woman who's in it who like absolutely hates that guy and she always has sex with him and she hates him
0: no oh, is, it, okay. is it tamsin Grieg, like the main woman no um no it's
1: um an actress called michelle gomez
0: oh okay yeah 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 yeah
1: um and i love her because she has such a great face like a face that convey that can convey like 1000 emotions she has like a sort of a gift of a face for being like playing certain characters basically um so oh my god Olivia Colman was in Greenwing totally forgot that anyway um (laughs) yeah so she plays this like sort of evil sort of anti-hero character in it um called Miranda and she's brilliant and yeah I would definitely recommend that if um you like all of that stuff that I just said and if you like the sinner you'll definitely like it um doesn't really have much queer representation although um Cassie does have a brother in it who is gay and is played by the guy that played George in um Grey's Anatomy
0: oh i love george yeah so, much. so it's
1: lovely to see 007 back and he's very <laughs> sweet in the flight attendant um very sweet nice
0: cool yeah um, that sounds good I, I like that kind of um thing where it's like uh sometimes you're really in the mood for that like oh here's an event oh no what happened yeah like uh like the sinner or have you seen the night of with Riz Ahmed that was a really good version of that that's a really really good uh limited series I'd recommend that as well um for like that whole sort of like who am I have I done a thing have I not done a thing like and all of yeah. the unpacking that, that that can lead to yeah definitely that sounds good it sounds uh, entertaining
1: yeah, and it also has um the one that plays um Shoshana and girls, she plays like her best friend and her and and her lawyer and they have this like really dysfunctional friendship and that's very funny as well. Um and then when 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 the murder first happened and like she realizes it, she rings her because she's like freaking out. And um she was like Oh, um, can you call me back because I'm just about to smash a ton of fish. And basically she has like this massive tray of sushi in front of her and she's about to like eat it all and she like needs to do it on her own in silence. And I was like, Yeah, I can
0: I can understand that. Oh my god. So, I, I have been craving like a huge amount of sushi for so long. Just don't get to have like huge amounts of sushi like ever really anymore. Yeah, not, yeah. Here, so um. I've sushi for ages. And also it's not the kind of thing that I would ever
1: really like order as a takeaway like I'll have it if I'm going out maybe
0: yeah that's true yeah sad to me like because when I grew up, when I grew up abroad, blah blah blah. Like, it the sushi was so cheap. So, like, used to have sushi all the time. Like, just buy a shit ton of sushi. But here, it's so expensive. Yeah. And one of one of my one of my best friends and and one of your friends as well has just moved to Canada, where it's also really cheap. And I, I keep just being like, oh, I bet you're getting loads of good sushi. And he's like, yeah, loads. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. The food in Vancouver is
0: great. I'm jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. Good rack. I think. I think I'm probably gonna watch that. That sounds like. Do you know what that sounds like? It sounds like perfect in between calls. Uh telly when my calls are quiet.
1: yeah I think I think so I think I think you'll enjoy it and um what I have enjoyed most of all it only has two episodes out so it's doing that thing where like it's trying to be like real telly but not and like just putting a new episode out every Monday which I think is quite good because the episodes are quite long and it is sort of it is quite rich it's the new um series starring Kate Winslet called *Mayor of East Town*, and it's so good I'm really enjoying it um And basically she plays this detective and, um, they live in this town which she sort of describes as like being a bit of an armpit and like nothing that interesting happens and blah 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 and then there is um a murder of a young girl and um it's kind of how all the people in the town are interlinked and involved some way not necessarily in the murder but in the kind of components that have all linked back to this event happening and um she's she's very good in it i love kate Winslow. so um yeah um it's it's just really good just really enjoying it and it had like a it has like a bit of a big shocking revelation towards the end of episode two and um it's really pacey it's great that she's like this sort of like anti-hero main character who is very sort of like flawed but um you know you you get the feeling that there's like so many like layers of the onion to unpack across the series so I'm kind of glad that it's just coming out um every like every week and in terms of the queer barometer we should have some kind of like we should have some Some kind of scale yeah we should have some kind of scale and some kind of like um audio sting for like depending on how queer things are we need to think about that we'll do that in our next focus group but anyway um on our like queer barometer it's probably only scoring like a 2.5 um her daughter is queer from what i can tell um but that's like the only queer representation that i can Um, glean so far from the series but um, so far you know it hasn't been hasn't been negative it's just like been there so um, maybe that will be explored a bit more as the series goes on but really really enjoying it can wholeheartedly recommend it and I was kind of thinking like does it mean that like I am old now because I'm just watching like I don't know, Seedrals, like,
0: crime procedural yeah like
1: like yeah exactly like that's such a genre isn't like a specific genre it is and um, and like really really enjoying it and being like oh I'm going to watch that every Monday um <laughs> like is that just me now is it that like things have gotten younger or have I gotten older or is it a mixture of the two
0: I what? think it's a little bit of both I think it's a little bit of both um I mean I I've always loved like a crime procedural stuff but like I've loved that like all my life but i think it's because my mom's always loved them so like it's always it's a bit of like a nostalgia thing for me to be like watch a good crime thing and then be able to tell my mom and be like oh, have you watched this or you should watch that or blah, blah blah and like talk about that and stuff um they're just compelling but maybe it is a bit of a and a getting older thing as well who knows um it might be slightly just being able to you know sit with things a bit more and uh appreciate the good telly i for one i'm desperate to watch uh mayor of east town so maybe i need to um Maybe I need to get a now subscription so I can. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it looks so good. And I love Kate Winslet as well. So, yeah.
1: Get the now seven day free trial and you'll at least smash through the flight attendant.
0: Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. I think I've already had that. So I might have
1: to. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
0: think I had it so I could watch Succession. And then uh... <laughs> I'll have to come up with a new email.
1: <laughs> yeah, various different identities that Lucy you wants adopt. TV
0: at gmail.com. <laughs> 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 yeah, that sounds really good. You've been watching some good um crime telly then. Um so that's some good picks for people if they're uh interested in that kind of thing. Yeah. What about MasterChef? Is there any queer representation on that this year? Oh uh, well, Master Chef Celebi's MasterChef itself is over. Um and the correct person was crowned i'm very pleased about that because often the correct person is not crowned um but um yeah it was one by tom a lovely uh, guy from uh, newcastle who uh, i thought was stunning and made such great like asian uh, fusion food which looked really cool and um, so i'm pleased about that um master chef Celebis is, is soon to grace our screens we don't know when yet um but in terms of queer representation you got duncan from blue what more could you want so <laughs> Uh, I can't remember who else is on there but he's the one I know who's uh, definitely queer um and yeah it's gonna be stunning and I can't wait for that um forever my um my uh sister and her boyfriend and, my well, and friend and yeah friend boyfriend uh, and housemate um are currently house hunting and are going to abandon me at some point um in the near future but we have said that like I have to go around to watch MasterChef no matter what <laughs>
1: oh yeah of course I mean you'll you'll never be in I mean once you're allowed to go into different houses you'll be back recording the podcast with me in
0: real life oh. back at Izzy's for MasterChef you're just gonna be there <laughs> you have such a busy schedule in other people's homes can't wait I know. Um, yeah. what a treat <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, in terms of queer representation in um kind of competition shows um i've just started watching the new series of glow up which i'm really enjoying so if you've got a masterchef break i would definitely recommend that and queer representation abound there are a lot of queer contestants and also um Neuro dev, neurodivergent contestants that um that talk about that and how that kind of like informs their work and various things and um I just love that kind of format of a show just living long for that and um they did a, a interesting campaign I think the first campaign they did with, was with superdrug and you know like some like quite high profile um tasks that they have to do and Maya Jammer is the new um presenter of that it was previously Stacey Dooley so um yeah I just I just love a format show like that like I just finished Interior Design Masters with Alan Carr and that was just like perfect to me very queer as well and when they just like redid some cafes in Hebden Bridge I was just like this is my
0: perfection thank you so much. Stunning sounds so good yeah no I haven't watched Glow Up um, I might give it a go because uh, I do like that kind of telly I'm just like not that into like the 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 content I guess like makeup but um I will uh I'll give it a go I'll give it a go and it's not like makeup in just like oh you know you've done this like nice
1: bronzer it's like quite uh quite artistic you know absolutely I think I think if you kind of enjoy elements of that from drag race then you'll probably enjoy glow up
0: yeah yeah that's that's a good point definitely yeah it's a good like um bridge bridge into it i can i can see that yeah i'll give it a go um yeah in terms of um queer representation though i have watched this new series um from it's an hbo series called generation which is just queer in all the ways it, it needs to be so it's like a high school series about like some kids in america um and it's like uh very uh trying to do all the queer things of having every single type of queer character and stuff but in all the right ways it's really really great so it's like it's super it's it's it's, i'd say it's like it's not it's 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 just half an hour episodes which is nice it's not like super um it's it's like quite fast-paced. It's not like as deep or slow, I would say, as like Euphoria in terms of its content or um We Are Who We Are, which I spoke about a while ago. Um, it's more like easy to watch than that. But like I would say on the scale of like um it's not real life, it's high school, it's like it's slap in between like uh Euphoria and like Ginny and Georgia. So like uh Ginny and Georgia, I would say, is like quite like like very light very like light high school um and it does like one of the things that um I don't think I said when we talked about Ginny and Georgia is that I thought that like Ginny and Georgia had this real issue with trying to like really force in the way that like kids speak now like how like Gen Xes speak so it had like loads of you know like web chat like teens speak in it you know like how people <laughs> talk online which I think yeah. is right to have but I think that Ginny and Georgia had too much on it of it it was like too heavy with that whereas like this does um this uh generation does it really well like so it's there sometimes but not always not the only way they speak to each other kind of thing um yeah it's good it's good and then there's like a counselor in it who's like our age like a millennial so there's like a good um like barometer of like how people how like different generations see things differently um and it's really good it's just like um it's it's fun, it's got like an overarching storyline which sort of happens at the beginning of each of the episodes and is like unfolding but then it sort of like, goes back and is like telling you like, how things got to that point yeah. which is always nice. Um, yeah, I'd say it's like um, one of the like nice things about it that you can kind of, the difference between this is like a new way to show like queer high school characters and how like older television shows would like show queer characters is that these like queer characters are like just... Allowed to be queer, if that makes sense. Like it's just, it's it's it it is the it's in a sense it's a a normality. Like it's not like at all any sort of like, oh my god, anyone's queer. I mean, there's a slight element of that for one of the characters, but that's more to be bound up in like his like family life as opposed to his actual like identity. So, um, yeah, no, it's really good. I would recommend it. It's fun. I think it's it was like, um. 12 episodes or something but i think there's like another half of the series to come later on in the year kind of thing so um yeah no it's really good i'd recommend that a lot and uh you know it's high school it's queer it's everything i think and dream of so <laughs> i would highly recommend it
1: yeah sounds great and if it's on hbo it's probably gonna be on now tv so another thing to add to my burgeoning list
0: exactly exactly that 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 subscription is paying for itself Liv. truly so i've got to know uh the question on everyone's lips olivia is what song is it that you've been mostly singing with that headset on that you've been pretending to be Britney about? Obviously, been the whole of Britney's uh, discography, but I assume has been coming out of your mouth onto that little headset. But what is your track of the week this week? Well to be honest
1: I haven't had much chance to sing it through this headset because it's only come out recently and um, my track of the week this week has been um, a long time coming whenever I uh, first saw the post that alluded to something happening coming down the wing I had been waiting with bated breath and it is and it could only be the Orville Peck and Trixie Mattel cover of Jackson um, cover originally performed by Johnny and June Carter Cash and it is both my life my soul my heart my brain all of my limbs and the very core of my being just going to put it out there and the thing that made me laugh the most about it is um, so there's been obviously like some press around the song and around the release of the song and I'll send it to you after this so um, there's like a screenshot of um, like a a mix of different um, press releases on it and one of them just says the like banner across the top headline just says no depression (laughs) (laughs) that's brilliant (laughs) yeah I thought that was amazing because you know if anything could uh, if anything could help Um, with that it would it would be it would be Trixie and Orville um, and um, you know the correct administered SSRIs of course but anyway um, that is amazing to me it's everything I want and the video is amazing and um, just Trixie like bobbing up and down sort of being her most gorgeous June Carter, Barbarella, Barbie mix and Orville's like gorgeous uh, baritone um I think something something in the comments was like um it's their their voice is really good together because Orville's um register is so low it makes like Trixie's voice which is quite low like work like work in a highway I've said that in a really yeah. shit way, but you know what I'm trying to say. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Compliment um, each other. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that would have been that would have been the much like easier um thing to have said, but um yeah, absolutely love it. Love the video. Love them. Love Trixie all in red. Love Orville's outfit. Love his like gold fringing. Love. It's just you know, it was never going
0: to fail, was it? So no it was always going to be completely stunning and you are correct it is it's uh, such a such a great cover and yeah they just do such justice to a stunning um country song and we you know we love country here we've always said it and, and you know we've always had a lot of time for both uh, Trixie and Orville so it was always going to be uh specifically your track of the week now I want to go to Jackson oh yeah let's do that
1: <laughs> let's we'll add it on the list after Miami
0: Oh god, yeah, we've got so many places to go. <laughs>
1: um, what is your track of the week this week, Lucy?
0: My track of the week, also a long time coming, also one been very intrigued for. Uh, from seeing you know posts and being like, oh, when's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? And you know, it it also could be no other this week as well um it would be doing a disservice to our our fandom to not um have one of our track of the weeks be the new self-esteem track um which is called i do this all the time and really is showing a stunning new era for uh for self-esteem um you know it's 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 very um of the same style it's very much like all the 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 ways her previous tracks all the sort of similar content but like ramped up to uh, uh like 11 on the on the on the on the dial you know like so it's a really really like powerful track So it's got this like refrain which sort of like sort of choral refrain which like goes through the song and then there's like there's more of like a spoken wordy uh verse over it um as well and i just like when we first heard it, it was um actually we played it to each other on the sesh didn't we um because it came out that day uh which was apt um and i was like oh i think i was too drunk to um really like take it in at all (laughs) I was just like yeah yeah it's good yeah (laughs) and then since then I've listened to it a few times and it just it really like it builds it grows it's um, a stunning track and I think it will be really great live Um, and I think she has a lot planned with this new uh, EP and also with like her her live shows which are already like stunning so um and we've got tickets for her live um her tour in November so hopefully fingers crossed that can that does go ahead um and I cannot wait um and I think it's a really great track and that's my track of the week
1: yeah, stunning recommendation. Um, really enjoyed the video, really enjoyed when it like kicks into that sort of instrumental crescendo gear in the second um, half of it. Um, really great sort of like joyful um, video. I think, you know, it just like makes people feel seen like her her very specifically like millennial insights on relationships and uh endings of relationships and mental health and um, all of those things she is just very like astute and shrewd um, in how she puts across i think what a lot of us fail to be able to put into words i think she manages to do that so um yeah Absolutely. really really talented and obviously um shout out to friend of the podcast sophie galpin who is a backing singer on that track so great to hear your voice and see you on the video as well if you haven't listened to that episode you can go back into our archives and listen to that and i think actually sophie talks about um working on some of the new music that you know we're we're hearing now and we'll be about to hear as more records are released so go and check that out if you're interested
0: well we've had a lovely few weeks um you know getting back to doing lovely social things and uh getting out there a bit more but with getting out there a bit more comes also the other side of that which means that we're being exposed to more things which means that there are more things that we absolutely do not agree with it's time for i don't agree with it so olivia what do you not agree with this week
1: well, Lucy, I did, and I don't agree with it, um, spoiler during some of our social time. It was during the book club, actually, and it really does bear repeating. I was talking about it again yesterday because it was my cousin's birthday. So we went to celebrate her birthday al fresco. Um, it was very nice. Um and what annoys me is that I've noticed since I've been back out in the public um, for these alfresco dinners and drinks that there have been a lot of birthdays which I'm absolutely more than fine with of course Um, but what I have noticed and it's sort of it isn't specific to this time but because I haven't like had it for so long I've forgotten about it and it is when there's always one person in the group who harmonizes the song happy birthday and it makes me want to pull out my own toenails like I cannot deal with that and I did an impression of it on the book club and I cannot do that again but basically it's just like so you know the standard happy birthday song but when they're just like specifically like they specifically like fancy themselves as a good singer and they absolutely want to make this moment of their friend or relative's birthday absolutely about them and how much of a good singer they are in this like casual al fresco dining context and we'll sort of be like mariah happy birthday which of any of the songs that you could mariah to i mean happy birthday it's not it is it so uh, i just find it to be so cringe inducing it's just like not the time you're just like pulling focus in this like really weird way and it's just highly inappropriate <laughs>
0: I do completely agree I it is so uh I think cringe is like the right way to describe it. it's always just like you hear it and you go oh no isn't please. it a thing though that people do that they do they do they do do it um and and I think that you know maybe some of them do it and then go oh why did I do that
1: <laughs> but yeah like- maybe I'm gonna start doing it now and be like no um but like <laughs> who's who's winning in that scenario like who who comes out that looking good I mean, no like-
0: some people think that they're like adding texture um which is you know fine but they're not but it's not necessary um I think it's fine to do it we had one of our mates on the book club said that they do it like as a joke they do it like tongue-in-cheek um which is like which is like okay yeah maybe I can see that and I mean right so I don't do that I mean I hope I don't do that tell me if I ever do but um Uh, what I do love singing the harmony bit of a song so like you know if I'm listening to One Direction if I'm listening to Little Mix if I'm listening to these all these pop songs where inevitably the Saturdays ego where it gets to that bit and then there's the the you know the 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 slightly off harmony the slightly different bit I like it's actually one of my favorite bits of a song so I will always sing that bit but I wouldn't do that of my own volition to happy birthday so no no, you don't happy birthday
1: when you're singing to the other person about it being their day like there oh my god I can't believe we haven't talked about our best day
0: oh well now's the time the time is ripe uh Olivia please explain to everyone about our best days
1: Okay, so on the subject of birthdays, what is adjacent to birthdays? And you know, let's face it, we've all had a very tough year to 18 months, we all need a bit of, you know, joy, excitement, fulfillment in our lives. And you can get all of this and more in the form of your best day. So basically, I was on the phone to um, my friend, um, Kate, and It's usually one of us just whinging about something like that's like what the vibes, um, what the vibes are. And I think it was me whinging this time. And she was like, don't worry, it's going to be fine. Because what I have predicted for you is that very soon you're going to have your best day. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, what is a best day? And she was like, well, a best day is just like when you have a really, really good day like it's not your birthday it's not an anniversary it's not Christmas but it's your best day where all the best things happen and it's just a day all about you having the best time on your best day and I was like that's amazing so like when do you think my best day is going to be and she's told me that my best day is scheduled for August 1st so um, you get one best day a year and on that best day you live your very best life unapologetically and you can be annoying to other people because it's your best day so it doesn't matter um and I was telling you about this on the sesh on Tuesday and I was like you should text Kate because Kate is your friend as well to find out when your best day would be because Kate is the only person who can dispense best days um and she told you your best day didn't she
0: yeah, that's right. My best day is apparently the ninth of October. Mm. Um, so can't wait. It's a bit it's a bit far away, but I'm I'm willing to wait. You know what I mean? Like I I am, you know, I'm I'm have Waited long enough. I can wait a little bit longer. Yeah,
1: it's also on a Saturday, which is a great day to have a best day.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, Kate, for uh, thinking about me in terms of that. Um, yeah, uh, she should probably set up some sort of service, maybe like a sort of PO box, but a text number where you, yeah she, people can text in and she can let everyone know their best days. Um, because... Yeah, she
1: needs to get like a te- like a like a best day burner phone that she can use just for best days.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I have. Well, I may or may not have given out Kate's number to. Like loads of my friends to get them to text her about their best days and um I thought this could go one of two ways but she's actually really enjoyed being the dispenser of best days to everybody um so you know I think look into your friendship groups look into your family is there somebody who is you know the sage of the group and you know perhaps that is the person that you should nominate as the best day dispensary um for you specifically and get them to dole out best days because you know it's free it's simple and it's just something to look forward to isn't it so you know what I mean why not have a best day when you can have a best day do you know what I mean
0: Then that that is the sage of advice of all Mm -hmm.
1: so um looking forward to that we'll um surely plan something delightful in for my best day and for your best day when autumn rolls around um and yeah you know we've kind of gone on a really positive topic now but we're going to just take it back down to your I don't agree with it because I realize we need to we need to go there as well so what's your I don't agree with it is it just like people not having best days
0: well i mean yeah but i truly believe there's a best day inside of all of us so you know if you only open your heart to your best day your best day will come forth so um yeah that's that's not what i don't agree what i don't agree with this week is um a very specific very personal thing that um is you know probably not that interesting but here we are um i don't agree with right i realized this this thing so we went, you know, out and about, uh, we had a lovely lunch, we had a lovely walk in Lime Park with a couple friends, and then we went for a lovely pub lunch, like, how stunning, couldn't believe that that's something we can actually do, and it was uh, very, very nice. Um, But, uh, you know, as is right, most places have a limited menu at the moment, but I personally love a limited menu, that is not what I don't agree with, I love a limited menu. Um. But I decided to get the fish and chips because, you know, I like fish and chips. I like, often get a fish and chips, but I hadn't had a fish and chips from a pub for a very long time. And I had an adverse reaction to the fish and chips in that I get this. I realized and I remembered that this is something that happens to me where I get this like intense sort of like sinusy feeling headache, specifically, specifically when I eat fish and chips from a pub. And specifically when it's served with tartar sauce. <laughs> and it's not something I get when I have fish and chips from the chippy. It's not something um, I get with other chipped meals at a pub. But yet here we are. And I don't know what it is, but it made me feel horrible, like really not like really sick. And I didn't feel like eating like the rest of the day. Um, and I guess it's just more of a lesson to myself that I need to remember to never have fish and chips with tartar sauce from a pub again and I don't know whether it's the something that's in the tartar sauce I don't know if it's the batter on the fish who knows but whatever it is I absolutely do not agree with it and my body is telling me that more than anything um and yeah it's making me feel weird thinking about it now so I've really gone off really gone off fish and chips from the pub anyways what I don't agree with (laughs) yeah that's that's that is a sad tale you know you think
1: you're going for a nice lunchtime treat and then struck down
0: Exactly. In, in what should be our prime. But um, oh, well, you know, I will live and learn to um, have a, another alfresco meal again, I'm sure. So um, yeah, it, it's not the end of the world, but it's what I don't agree with this week. So we've been away for a little while. um, And, you know, uh, if you've got any things that you are dying to tell us that you absolutely need to let us know, let us know what you don't agree with. Let us know what your track of the week was. Let us know if you've watched something. Let us know. So if you want to do that, uh you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at queerlogging. We are queerlogging at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um we are on anchor, anchor.fm slash queerlogging, which is our hosting site now, where you can leave us a message. If you leave us a little a voice message, we can put you in the podcast. As long as, you know, it's all clean and fine. I mean you have to be clean, clean, but you know, nothing all above board, please. Thank you. Um so yeah, I mean, if you want to get in touch, you can do that. We would love to hear from you. We always love to hear
1: from everybody maybe if people want to get in touch with
0: us to ask when their best day
1: is we could give out best days
0: oh we could this could become the best days podcast (laughs) and then it may have some format that'd be great
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah dm us on instagram if you want to know when your best day is and we'll we'll take a look at your at your instagram account and we'll be able to just sense it in our in our waters and then we'll reply and
0: tell you absolutely we'll have to learn we'll do a we'll do a quick course with kate and learn how it is that you can chart someone's best day and then we will um also become best dayers um so and then we can all be best dayers together and so whilst we uh personally long for our best days and you know hope that you find yours uh we will be loving you leaving you and longing for you until next time bye bye boring i don't think i could do this <laughs> i can't do it i can't do it i can change it to be about something else no just do it It'd be it's so boring it's fine it's fine
1: <laughs> the boring ones are usually the funniest because they're like oh, more specific
0: god okay